Thank you, ladies. I want you to notice uh, the Bible says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Tonight I want us to join together in praising the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless the preaching of your word tonight. I desire with all of my heart to uplift and to glorify your name and what it means. May we continue to sing about, to preach about, to witness for the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Growing up in southeast Kentucky, it was commonplace for people to ask you, when you met new people, to ask you not only your name, but who your people are. Are you with me? And uh, when my wife and I would visit on a bus route in Breathitt County, where our bus route was uh, together there in uh, 1987, uh, we, uh, the uh, typical conversation, uh, when you visited someone new, and it, it didn't matter why you were there, it, it, it didn't matter about anything till first of all, now what is your name? Now what is your last name? Who are your people? Then they tried to figure out if they was related to you. Sometimes it'd take 12, 15 minutes just to figure out whose people everybody was. And then, now why, why are you here today? What can I do for you? <laughs> We're out visiting from church. And uh, anyway, that's, that's just the way it was. And, 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 and things are different now. We can have a neighborhood and not even know uh, the names of those that uh, live around us. Uh, but uh, in Bible times, especially names meant something. And sometimes uh, names are important. They are all important to us. Uh, sometimes we give a name to a child because of a special event or a special person in your life. Uh, sometimes a name is given. Uh, it is a family namesake. For example, my middle name is the name of my mom's father, Joe. And uh, that's my middle name. His name was Joe Mullins. I was named after him. Uh, names don't have uh, the significance that they had in the Bible. Most of the Bible names, when we hear the name, we automatically think of a definition of uh, some kind. We, we, we think of a character uh, or a characteristic. For example, when you think of Job, you think of patience. When I think of Jacob, I think of traitor, and I'm glad his name was changed to Israel. I'm glad God changed him. When I think of John the Baptist, I think of a preacher. When I think of Demas, I think of being forsaken. When I hear the name Lucifer, it bothers me. It's the name of the devil. Names like Nero, Hitler, Mussolini, Capone, and others, they all have connotations. In our text, we're told of a name that has more significance than any other name in heaven and in earth, that is the wonderful and beautiful name of Jesus. In the Bible, Jesus is given many names and titles. It's interesting to read how many names Christ is given. He is referred to as Adam, the anointed, the author, the amen, 
the Alpha, the Ancient of Days. He's referred to as the Beginning, the Begotten, the Beloved, the Branch, the Bread, the Bridegroom, the Bright and Morning Star. When we think of Jesus, we are reminded of the Bishop of our souls and the brightness of the Father's glory. Jesus is our Captain. He's our Consolation. He is our chief cornerstone, our counselor, our covenant. He is the chosen of God. He is the Christ. Jesus is our daysman, our deliverer, our dayspring, our daystar. He is the door and the desire of all nations. He is the elect, the ensign, the everlasting Father. He is Emmanuel. He's the finisher of our faith. He's the forerunner, the friend, the firstfruits, the faithful witness. Jesus is the fountain of life. He's God. He's the gift of God. He's the governor. He's a guide. He's a glorious Lord. Our Savior is our help, our hope, the horn of salvation, the head of the church and the heir of all things. He's our high priest. Jesus is the Holy One. He is the great I Am the inheritance, the image of God's person, immortal, invisible. He is Judah, just, the judge. He is Jesus. He's the king, the king of Israel, the king of kings, the king of glory, and the everlasting king. Jesus is life, light, love, the lily of the valleys, the lamb, the lawgiver, and the Lord of glory. Jesus is messenger, Messiah, mediator, master, mighty God, mercy. He's the Nazarene. He's the offspring of David. He's the Omega, the only begotten of God, the offering, and the offerer of the offering. Thank God He's my high priest. I'm glad He's my Passover. He is the potentate, He's the prophet, He's the propitiation for my sins. He is the Prince of Life, He's the Prince of Peace, and Jesus is a great physician. Our Savior, our Lord is the Righteous One, Rabbi, the Root of Jesse, the Root of David, the Refiner, the Refuge, the Resurrection. He is the beautiful Rose of Sharon. Jesus is the Stone, the Shepherd, the Son of God, the Son of Man. He is our shield, our servant, the sufferer, the sinless one. He is my Savior. Jesus is my teacher. He's the truth. He's the tabernacle. He's the treasurer. He is the tree of life. He is the witness. He is the word. He is the way. He is the wisdom of God. And He's wonderful. And that's just the beginning of who my Savior is. Of all the names given to our Savior, none is as precious, none are as sweet or as majestic as the wonderful name Jesus. Not only does the Bible recognize that His name Jesus is above all names, Satan and his demons recognize the name and they fear it. Even the heathen, for when they curse they do not curse the name of Buddha or Muhammad. They curse the highest name on earth. And in heaven, they curse the beautiful and lovely name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
In this passage of Scripture, I have written down three things about our Lord and about His name. And first of all, Jesus is a special name. Now, I did not know this for some time, but the name Jesus was a popular name of that day and of that era. It was common as the name John or Joe would be today. Even in our day in Latin America, the name Jesus is a common name. This is the name that was chosen by the Heavenly Father for the Son to use during His time among men and of His humiliation. It is a special name. The angels announced in Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 21, His name shall be called Jesus. It was a name chosen by the Father. It was a name Jesus. The name Jesus was not given by Mary or given by Joseph. It was given by the Father. That beautiful name Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. Doesn't mean that He brings salvation. It means Jehovah is salvation. This precious sweet name reveals a side of the Lord that many fail to grasp. While God is a God of wrath and is a God of judgment, His identity is the fact that He is the God of love. When Jesus came into the world, He was sending or bringing a a message to humanity. It was a message that said, I have not forgotten or forsaken you, but I love you and I give you my Son to reveal myself to you and tell you that I'm sending my Son to pay the ransom price, to be the Redeemer, to bring you back to me. It is a name that paints the portrait of God. The name Jesus reveals His Son's mission, uh, reveals God's Son's mission. In Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10, the Bible says that He has come to seek and to save that which is lost. It reveals the heart of the Father. And the Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 9, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God's not in the, uh, in the destruction business. He's in the redeeming business. He's not in the damning business. He's in the soul-saving business. He wants no one to go to hell. If you're here tonight and you've never received Christ as Savior, God gave His Son that your sins could be forgiven. He gave, your, uh, uh, he gave His Son uh, that your name could be written in the Lamb's book of life. He gave His Son that you may be with Him for all eternity. When the Father chose the name Jesus for His Son during the time of His life on earth and His humiliation, He was telling every creature in His universe one word that His goal was the redemption and salvation of mankind. Aren't you thankful tonight for the name of Jesus? It's a wonderful thing, and I want to say second of all, His name is without stain. Think of that. There are many good men that we have known. There are many wonderful men in the Word of God that we know. And we would put their names in the list of good men. 
I have charts in my study about the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah. And sometimes there is a list and the heading is red and it says bad kings. And Ahab is in that list and Jezebel is right there with him. And then there's a list, it's a little bit shorter, but it's in green and it says good kings and those were kings that honored the Lord. And when we think about them and we think about their name, we realize that they were good men and they did teach folks to follow the Lord. And yet when we think of their name, it's hard to think of them without a stain. For example, King Saul was a great man. King Saul once spoke so well and so filled with the power of God that they ask, is he a prophet or is he a king? He speaks as one of the prophets. Saul was an amazing man and yet his name has a stain because of his disobedience to God and he was taken from his place on the throne and was replaced by David. I think of men like Hezekiah. I love Hezekiah. Hezekiah was a man of wisdom. He was a man of vision. He was a man that cared for his people and God blessed him in a mighty and a wonderful way. It's amazing. Uh, Hezekiah comes to the place that he's about to die and he asks God to extend his life. God answered that prayer, but in those last 15 years, he ruined his testimony. It would have been better had he died when he was sick the first time. I love Hezekiah, but it's hard to think about him without that stain. I think of Jacob, and it bothers me. I, I want to think of Jacob as who he became, but it bothers me to think that he worked to deceive his father. That name has a stain. I think of King David, the great king that sat on the throne of Israel. What a great king he was. But when I think of David, I think not only of the songs and the psalms that he wrote and he played and he sung, but I think of his sin and the stain of his name. If you go through the Bible, every name in the Bible other than the name of Joseph has a sin recorded to them. If, if we learn anything much about them, we learn not only of their success, but we learn of their failures. But the wisest of men followed Jesus. They listened to every word that he said. They watched every place that he went. And Pilate summed it up best even after that mockery trial and those false accusations were made Pilate said, I find no fault in him because never once was there a stain on the wonderful and lovely name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm glad today that when the name Jesus is spoken, it is a name that we reverence. It's a name that we praise. It is a name that we worship. We worship Him in humility. We worship Him with all of our heart and honor as we think of the wonderful name without stain, the name of Jesus. Take your Bibles and go to Revelation chapter 4. In heaven there is a constant praise of Jesus. There is never a pause because there's never a stain. I said there's never a pause in the praise in heaven of the Lord Jesus because there's not a day that you would want to take from the history of his life. 
There are folks that this world considers to be good people. Some lived for their people. Some loved their nation. Some even gave their life and their fortune for uh, their nation. But there's sometimes in their life, for example, uh, when, they, uh, uh, when they talk about Muhammad, uh, there are days that they wish they could erase uh, from the history books and the lives and the behavior of, uh, of uh, uh, Muhammad. Ah, but dear friend, in heaven the praise is continual because there's not a stain, not a blot on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 4 and verse number 7, and the first beast was like a lion and the second like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle and the fourth beast to each of them had six wings about him and they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night saying holy 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 Lord God almighty which was and is and is to come and when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying thou art worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created. I say first of all the name of Jesus is a special name. I say second of all the name of Jesus is a name without a stain. And I say last of all and most wonderful of all the name of Jesus is a name of salvation. It's a saving name. Let me tell it again. Let me hear your testimony again. Let's tell somebody else this week, I was just a sinner. I was on my way to a devil's hell. And I realized that my sin, and I prayed a simple prayer of faith, and I trusted Christ as my Savior. I called on the wonderful name of Jesus, and Jesus set me free from my sin. I've led men to faith and salvation in Christ in church and in jail in homes, in cars, on airplanes, in airports, in nursing homes, on the street corner, on the ball court, on the porches, on the rooftops, in the intensive care unit, in the hospitals, families at funeral homes, and on the streets. There's not a bad place for you to lift the wonderful saving name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've given the wonderful gospel of Christ to children, to teens and adults. I've preached the gospel to senior citizens, to doctors and nurses, a fireman and policeman, salesman and representative, elected officials and dignitaries. I've led drunkards to Christ and harlots and drug users and men of low degree to faith in Christ. I've preached the gospel in churches across the nation and in foreign lands. I've preached in English. And I preached in English with interrupters or interpreters. I preached under tents and in shelters. I preached in cafeterias and break rooms. I preached in the open air, on radio, television, and internet. I preached in our state capitol. I preached in the state house of representatives. I preached on the courthouse steps and on the streets. And there's not a name. There is no name. There's not a name above. The wonderful, lovely, and saving name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By its very definition, the name of Jesus speaks 
salvation. As its name means, Jehovah is salvation. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. During the Roman rule of Palestine, tens of thousands of Jewish men were crucified by Romans. I say it again, tens of thousands of Jewish men were crucified by the Romans during the Roman rule of Palestine. They crucified so many on one day as I read that the soldiers ran out of wood to make crosses on. But of all those who died on the Roman cross, none are remembered like this man, Jesus. All the others lie forgotten in their graves, but this man, Jesus when he died and they took him and they placed him in a borrowed tomb and the reason he can't be forgotten, the reason that they can't get rid of his name, the reason they can't take the name away is because after three days and nights that wonderful Lord and Savior Jesus Christ arose from the grave and he proved himself victorious over death and hell and the grave. He ascended to heaven. And oh, I love those words where they said, this same Jesus that you've seen go shall so come in like manner. And so tonight I say this week, worship his name. Praise his name. For it is the name of Jesus that set us free. Stand with me tonight. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Do you know him personally?